Hey there, welcome to A Tribe Called Dad. My name is DJ Hoppa, and I am so excited that you are joining us for this upcoming episode. We are very, very honored to have Gary Christensen joining us. He is a creative, a brand guy, a marketing guy, but beyond that, he is an adventure guy, and he has a um, an outlook on life that is so unique, and we are excited to have Gary talk to us a little bit about what it means to be able to get outside, what it means to be able to really spend time with yourself and other men in nature, essentially, on these adventure trips. So uh, without further ado, we're going to get into this. Uh, before we do, though, I do want to just encourage you to please, if you like A Tribe Called Dad, if you like what you're hearing, please make sure to rate and review the podcast. It helps us out a ton. And then, of course, make the recommendation to a friend, a dad friend maybe that needs to have this, who needs to be a part of a community. Uh, please pass this along. It's one of the greatest compliments you could pay us is to refer the podcast to a friend. And without further ado, here is our episode with Gary Christensen. Everybody, welcome into A Tribe Called Dad. We are so excited to have this man joining us today. We're going to talk, we're inside, but we're going to talk about getting outside to, in order to get inside. And it, yeah, don't worry, you'll understand, you'll get it. <laughs> Seth is joining us here as well from A Tribe Called Dad. And Seth, this is your buddy, man. I, I want you to be able to introduce Gary here. Go for it, man. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Gary has been a treasure in my life, uh, not only because he's just a, an amazing human, but he, he has this beautiful vision for, for men, for dads, and for getting out, mm. like getting out of the, the rhythms and the patterns that we all get stuck in, which is wake up, go to work, come home, try to show up as a dad, and then clean up and do it all over again. Like he, Gary is a disruptor and he, he wants to bring us out of some of those spaces to then help us get new perspectives, to then jump back into some of those rhythms with way more life, way more intention and way more beauty. Um, he's a dad, uh, two girls, uh, 12 and 14 married. And, um, I, he's just been a real inspiration to me. So I'm really excited to, uh, get into the mind of Gary because I think he's got a lot to offer. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Gary, welcome in, and and awesome. let's let's kind of jump in here and get started. So you have a you have a company called Out There, and do you want to just kind of walk yes. us through like what is Out There all about? Sure. I mean, well, right now it's kind of uh, an experiment mode. You know what I mean? Um, just been a couple years in, and just kind of really uh, just extending invitations right now to really a lot, a lot of different guys, different retreats, different coaching programs, just kind of, um, opening the door really to have meaningful conversations with other guys. Mm. That's really, um, I think all of us kind of felt that through the pandemic, right? We were just like, Oh man, my, my community life, my day to day interactions with people just kind of like went down the tank. And so I think just trying to come off of the pandemic, bring things back into more and more people like person to person connecting. I just kind of found more, um, I don't know, more of a desire to be 
have guy, good guy relationships. Mm. I think that's sometimes mm. just such a struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know personally in, in the past couple of years, I've had just bouts of, of loneliness, of depression, mm. of just the struggle of, I mean, doing career, being a dad, being a good partner, you know, right. moving and traveling, just doing the things that life, you know, happens. It's like, it's pretty, pretty rough. So I think really just trying to find that support, that connection with other guys is where this kind of all came from. Mm. Um, and basically what I'm doing is I'm, I'm organizing trips uh, that are outside with guys that are, that are transformational. The, the mm. hope and the goal is to kind of like what you're saying, where we go outside to go inside. And it, the invitation is just that to get out of the norm, get out of our normal context put away the phone. Hopefully we're out of cell phone signal because my trips are kind of out into the wild where we're, um, you know, everything from overlanding to backpacking, we're sleeping on boats in Panama, we're fishing, like we're just doing crazy stuff. And we're definitely, uh, hopefully out of self, out of cell phone signal is the goal. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I think that's just kind of, I don't know if that makes sense. And and did this, I have a question for you. Did this idea, originate pre-pandemic or was this an idea that really came from being in the pandemic uh was this something that you've always wanted to do and then this provided an opportunity this is kind of what i would call like the classic passion project right Mm. like i've been i mean i'm i I just turned 40 last like a couple months ago and i feel like it's been like a lifelong journey of being of you know we're always trying to find that meaning that purpose that depth that the answers to that why question right um and i think like this idea of purpose i think it's something that we can become active participants in creating it mm. and i think this is sort of the fulfillment of that lifelong dream of that's been in my head of like how do i live a more meaningful and purposeful life and i feel like just my life throughout the last four decades i find myself constantly outside out in nature, that's where I find God. That's where I find connection to everything. That's and in, in inviting guys into that space, sharing uh, shoulder to shoulder. You know, fishing, hunting, camping. Like I just had mm. countless experiences across the planet with other men, mm. and so it just felt like this far fetched thing. Because in my day to day, I'm like a you know, I'm a director of marketing. I do lots of computer things. I'm a creative. But right. just this idea of being like, well, what about just being an outdoor guide and doing stuff outside and being intentional and helping coach people? Like, it's a total different direction. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So completely. I think just trying to, just trying to well, feel like, but it made mo- it made the most sense ever because it's, it's who I have been my entire life. Mm-hmm. Being outside, shared shared experiences with other others that are transformational. We come back. I come back from Nepal, from Mount Everest, and dude, I'm changed because of it. The, the people, well, the buddies I'm with, we're changed from it, right? Yeah. You can't and, help but. And Garrett, like, break that down, man. Like, because I'm thinking, like, what what is it about a campfire at, like, 10 o'clock at mm. night, pitch dark, with the stars, like, doing crazy things above you, like, with a group of yeah. guys? Like, what is it about that experience? Or, like, like you said, like, uh, you know, making a first ascent at Everest or like what what is it about these things that like really create transformation like what have you noticed like in your travels well I mean a big thing that I'm always saying is like um for us men specifically like a change of pace and place is really important I think for Mm -hmm. guys and I think just I mean that's what we experience when we get out into the middle of nowhere right Mm -hmm. um and around that campfire when you're um being able to just like, I don't know, there's something about that primal. A lot of what I do is, mm-hmm. is connecting back 
mm. to kind of the ancient technology, that stuff that mm. it's really cool because humanity is really interested in these things right now. Meditation, mindfulness, breath work, like all this stuff that's, uh, you know, cold baths, plunges, like ice bath stuff. Like these are all the things that we just, that I do. And I'm constantly, you know, when I'm out there with these trips, we're doing all these little fun little hacks, biohacks and fun things, but really it's like ancient technology that we're tapping into. Mm. So this idea of sitting around a campfire, I mean, man, that's what like, that's what humankind has done forever and ever since like the dawn of man. Right. And so yeah. same with sitting in a hot spring. Like I have the most, there's a ton of hot springs up here in Oregon where I live. Um, and a lot of, a lot of stuff I do almost every trip I take, we always in, basically involve finding a hot spring. Cause I just think they're magical. <laughs> and I just to. think when we're sitting in there, you're sitting in the tub, you're just, you're literally partaking in a thing that like a caveman did a long time ago. Right. It's so cool. And so mm. I think just it's, it's the abnormal. It's the change of pace. It's the change of place. Um, getting guys away from their phones, getting guys away from their calendar, from their assistance, from their, you know, yeah. just like the craziness and chaos of home and the, the hardships of partnership, partnering with your wives. Like, like I think that's been um, probably the most rewarding part and the most, and something that I've just seen as more powerful is just to get out of that box. Yeah. It's almost, it's almost like, you get a break from the fight or flight or the stressors yes. like into so your brain almost just gets to come back to what it knows. Mm. <laughs> and, yeah, and, and once it, true. once it gets space to come back to what it knows, it starts going, Oh my gosh, what I know is actually quite beautiful. Mm. And like, what if I could create a life around what I know? Or what if I could have, you know, renew friendships? Like I didn't, like I know, you know, like there's a knowing right that's in us like you yep. said from years and years of, of past and so it's like when we it's almost like you're saying just just creating the space gives your brain a chance to just come back to what it knows it wants yeah yeah there's a lot of returning i think yeah is like a theme that i think uh, a lot of people think we're going to be going forward into the future and like vision casting and sometimes that happens that's great but really it's 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 a lot of that going internal and asking some good hard questions and mm -hmm. and i think part of the the thing that i've found to be really um awesome as far as being able to like help people m move through some of these harder topics is i mean it's one thing to talk about like fear one thing to talk about comfort control but like if you can like unpack that with an experience so say we're rock climbing and when you talk about trust you talk about fear like and you put it in the context of just coming off of a off of a wall that you just belayed with a bunch of guys and you climbed it and you did it, like, it's a, and you unpack that you're sitting down at the base of the wall and you're being like, all right, let's unpack this experience. What would you see? Would you, would you feel like all the different mm -hmm. things? Um, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty powerful to have like tangible. And that's what we're doing with like ice baths and cold plunges. Like it's not, it, again, it's not this new AG, whatever. It's just like, we're just, we're learning that we can do hard things. How, we're, how many, we're how many people water for a minute? How many people are typically on something like this, Gary? Like, I do small group trips. Okay. Um, so I'm doing probably the most would be, you know, like eight or 10 at the most, but typically okay. it's around four or five guys is kind of the sweet spot. And, and what are some of the memories? Like what are some of your fondest memories, whether it's like mm. transformations that have happened or just like really cool experiences that you feel like? You've yeah. Well, a chance to most recently, um, I just spent January and into February down in Baja. And so I had a bunch of guys fly from four different states and they all flew down to Baja where I drove down and took some guys down and had a great time and camped and surfed and fished and blah, blah, blah. 
And then when I got down there, um, I had guys fly into Cabo, which is like a really cheap and easy flight to get because it's like, you know, they want, they want to get you down there. And so I was able to just like pick them up in my truck and we loaded everything up. We had all surfboards and we rented this nice little beachfront villa right on a surf break. And we just, um, and we had a, a beautiful, you know, three day experience of just warmth, warm waves. We focused everything kind of on like surfing water. We did a lot of breath hold, like breath hold work. And so, um, one thing that really like got me going in, in my body and connecting my body to my mind was I, I took like a free diving course in uh san clemente when i lived down in oceanside lived in san diego for like six years um and i took a free diving course because i wanted to spear fish deeper in the ocean but like what really happened was man <laughs> working crazy. with my breath like fundamentally changed me and like within day two i was i was going down to like 80 feet three minute holds wow. spear and fish and i was just like this is crazy like what my mind what my body is actually capable of right like when you put yourself in an uncomfortable situation. And really that's, that's all we're doing with all this craziest stuff, meditation, baths, whatever. Like we're just, we're learning how to respond to chaos and craziness in a calm, clear manner. Mm-hmm. And just that exercise alone, like fundamentally changed the way that I like approached myself, the world, how I see others just through this idea of, yeah, I think it's it's a, a beautiful thing to experience. And I think that's what these trips offer is there's one thing just to talk about it. Hey, let's talk about all these cool right. ideas. What if you experienced it? What if you lived it and you came out of that three minute breath hold and you're like, whoa, mm. I'm immensely, immensely more capable than what I thought I could do. Mm. How does that apply to me in work? How does that apply to me in showing up with my wife? How's, how's that showing up to be a better dad? Right? How is that? How is that showing up as a better dad? Like how have, mm. how have some of these things actually allowed you to show up as a better dad? Yeah. Well, I, I bring this same, I thinking into my hanging out with my kids. Mm. Uh, and so for one, a good example, I think is, um, my wife for all of my birthdays and, you know, Christmases and stuff, she gifts me experiences. Mm. And a lot of times those will be like experiences that are, you know, with her or with the kids or individually. And mm. like, and I think that sort of, just that idea of bringing something new and fun. Like that's kind of what the kids look to me for, right? Mm-hmm. Like in the summers and when we just, we just spent the last two years traveling. We went to Panama, Mexico, Portugal. Like we just lived all over during all the crazy pandemic times. And it was just like a beautiful experience to have these types of things with my kids. So it's not even like I just exclusively do these with guys. It's just like, this is just kind of how I live. And my kids are just like a byproduct of some of those things as mm-hmm. well. And so they're, you know, they're constantly doing all these fun things with, with me as well. Um, it seems like know, you, it seems like you, you use adventure as a vehicle for connection. Yes. Like, that, yeah. Like that, that literally. It, like there's a lot of ways to connect with people. You can do it over a campfire. You can play music. Yeah. You can cook food. You can share hobbies, whatever it is. But for you, like you've chosen adventure. You've chosen new things. You've chosen travel as a way to connect. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, I think it, that it's helped me with the, with, I mean, you guys know, uh, kids are crazy. And so like trying they to, <laughs> like they're crazy little like balls of energy and chaos buckets and like germ buckets, whatever, all the phrases for them. And it's just like, I think uh, when the kids were young, like before I actually, cause I didn't start free diving until, until like 2014. And so I rate, you know, we were raising these little kids in SoCal when they were in diapers and stuff and they were little beach babies. Um, but yeah, I think like my mind was was very 
much a chaotic ball of stress when it came to the kids. Mm-hmm. And after trying to like work with my breath and understand some of these things and, and understand what I'm in control of and understand what I need to let go of, mm. um, was really important. Like control, like, to, cause you can't control little kids that much, right? Like, so I think through these actual physical lessons of doing these body hacks and body mind stuff, um, it had made me show up different as a dad because I had to like confront my fears. Mm. I had to confront my control. I had to confront my, like I had to be cool with my reality. And and the truth was I wasn't cool with my reality. Mm. Like the first half of my kid's life. I was just mm. like, this is so hard. Why is this so hard? Right. Rather than sort of embracing the uncertainty and being like, Dang. well, let's just see where it goes. And then just being along for the ride with them, yeah. which is a completely different experience as a father yes. rather than being so like, over the top of them or overshadowing them or controlling them or no, I want you to play this because I played that sport. Like just let them be them. Mm, right. My yeah. kids, dude, my kids are horse kids. I don't, I don't, I'm not a horse guy. I'm like a surf guy. I'm like a <laughs> outdoor guy. And I, in my backyard right now, dude, I have horses. Wow. <laughs> Cause we yeah. moved to a ranch like three months ago and bought horses. Oh, so now you I'm are like, a horse guy. I'm a horse guy now. <laughs> and it's like, that's just, I would have never done that in my right mind back in the day. Cause right. I was so just like, this is how we have to do it. This is the box we're in. And this yeah. is the, this is the blueprint I was given how to be a dad. Where did and you now, get that blueprint from? I'm just curious. From my religious upbringing. Mm. Mm. And so once I kind of was able to just be like, all right, what is, what's best for our family? What's best for my kids? Yeah. Like, cause I think we have a lot of shoulds. We have a lot of like in our mind of how we think things ought to be. Yeah. And we take in a lot of other people's outside perspectives and we let that become, you know, like our filter for how we see ourselves. And I think that's just not helpful. Yeah. Mm. So I think, uh, if our life, started to really make sense for our family. Um, it only started to work as it only made sense for us. And it mm. didn't even like our life does not mm. need to make sense to my parents. doesn't need to make sense to my siblings, mm. to my best friends. Like, mm. you know what I mean? Mm. It just needs to make sense to us. Yeah. And I think once we've sort of settled into that and we've kind of found some ownership in that and we kind of vision casted our own direction in life. I mean, you know, we, we, we traveled around. We, we spent two to three months in different countries for mm. almost the last two years. We just, we moved. We just bought a house. Like we've, we've sold all of our stuff. We've financed my wife's grad, grad education up in Seattle. We moved our family up there and lived in like a shitty little apartment. Like I'm telling you that we, like my right. life is not glamorous at all. But what I'm saying is that all these things like took us to, uh, I don't know a deeper level together as a family and it took us on our own unique journey, which Mm -hmm. I think is the clear path for everybody. Well, and if I could just observe your, like everybody might not be getting to see Gary talk, but there's, there's an effusive energy coming out of him. Like just, I feel like you can hear it. You can definitely hear it. Yeah. (laughs) And, and I, and I think that's, that's probably, that's not, that probably just didn't happen overnight. That was the product of, you know, four to six years of trial and error of figuring out like, Hey, this is what makes us come alive. Like these are, and I'm sure you're still on that journey, but like the, the Testament that I'm resonating with is like, yeah, when we started creating vision for what we want to create in this world, then started living it with fear and trembling in some senses, you know, stepping out in faith. It's like all this stuff, it started returning new life. Mm. 
And I think that's what I see coming out of you, which I, which I make up is what you want to create with, with guys. Like when you go on these out there trips is like, Hey, I want you just to like come away for three or four days and just taste and see what it's like to, to step out, Mm. right. And to step into something you haven't done before, or just, just try this on because when you come back, you will have tasted maybe a different version of your life. That's actually more appealing than what you left with. And, um, so there's I, I, a, that's such a valuable experience, man. I love that. I'd like to just piggyback on that, what you just said there, because one of the things that I, that I um, say a lot and do a lot is uh, I use this phrase called see you out there. Just kind of like as a, Hey, I'm already headed out there. Like I'll see you out in the lineup, right? Like I'm already there. Yeah. I'm not going to wait for you or whatever. But I've sort of like changed that phrase to be more like see, like the focus is on seeing you. So seeing me, seeing myself, who I am, deeper, my deep why, my longings, my questions, my concerns, my hurts, my fears, my failures, right? See you like out there, like see you in a different way, get a different perspective. Because man, when we're in the thick of it, when we're at home, the kids are screaming, you're you're kind of on the rocks with your wife. The, you lose you know, yourself. Emails are coming yeah. in. Like yeah. it's just like life is nutty. It's too crazy. And so yeah. we need to get that change. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Love That's it. So Love it. Um, I have something that we were kind of talking about before we hit record here, which is almost like dispelling this myth that you need to be completely selfless and not spend time on working mm. on you when you become a parent. And I see a lot of parents go through this. I see a lot of people who become yeah. parents. It's just like you, you almost sacrifice yourself, you know, for your kids, for your family, for yep. your partner. And um, yep. talk about that a little bit of, you know, all right, I'm leaving, guys. I'm going for three days on a trip with Gary uh, and we're going to go spear some fish in in the wild, right? right? You know, like... <laughs> Talk about that, uh, how how to approach that, how you've helped other men maybe approach that and change that uh, myth or that mindset. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've felt that mindset personally. And I think that was probably one of the catalyst moments that I was telling you that, you know, kind of coming from a, a religious upbringing, there is a lot of, you know, valid, awesome things that comes from a sacrificial love for your children and mm. for your yeah. spouse. Like that's absolutely true but but man like i like if i'm no good to myself if i'm not in my right body and my mind in my right mind if my mental health has gone to crap and like mm. my body is feeling the effects of that you know what i mean like mm. i'm gonna be no good for my for my wife for my partner i'm gonna be mm. a terrible i'm gonna be super reactionary to my kids and i'm gonna be kind of trying to be controlling manipulating with them if i'm trying to just be right like yeah rather than trying to have a a good mental health and and wellness about like myself. I think that's something that's been um, very transformational for mm-hmm. me in being, it's kind of like that cup, that cup being filled up, right? We always heard, heard that story, heard that analogy. Can't it's pour just from like, an empty cup. Yeah. yeah and like yeah. You know, a cup that's overflowing, you know what I mean? Like that's what it's about. So yeah. how do we get there? And yep. I think mm-hmm. we, we have this illusion in our head that it's like, well, it's just this economy of more and more, more, more. Like that's mm. how I get there, right? It's the next thing. It's the next whatever. And I just, I think I call, I want to call BS on that. Yeah. Like, I don't think that's actually 
the more trap is exactly a trap. Like where, where happiness actually happens is when less, mm. like when you're happier with less, like that's scientifically been proven. Like this idea of minimalism mm. is something that has been extremely transformational for me and my family. It's what enabled us, uh, us to travel. It's what enabled us to, I mean, cause we sold all our stuff. We rented out our house. We like, we live so simply. Mm. We don't, you know, our, our cars are 20 plus years old. They all have 200,000 miles on them. But man, like, we lived in Portugal. We lived in Panama. We lived in, you know, we've gone over to Switzerland. We've been over to whatever. It's just like, uh, I think, I don't know. Like, that's just kind of the. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, we are, we do live in that world where it's this never ending, never filling void. And you're just like, <laughs> yeah. and, and the, when I have this amount of zeros in my bank account, then I will be yep. happy or then, then I happy. will be a good dad or then I'll be yeah. able to provide everything that I need to provide for my family yep. or whatever it is. And yeah, it's just, it's not, it's not true. <laughs> Everybody it's is not, not true. hundred <laughs> percent. I know so many miserable, ridiculously wealthy yep. people that yep. have it all together, but they are just like, this is terrible. Yep. And yeah. I've been there and I get it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. You, you, on your deathbed, you're not, you're not going, man, I just remember that time where I checked my bank account and I saw that extra zero <laughs> and it just, yeah. that was like the so, highlight yeah. of my life. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's all about what that then creates in a, and by, by way of relationships, right. Mm. It's like, it's, it's the relationships we always reminisce about, right? Like, yeah. so relationship to others and relationship to self, um, yeah. I Ugh, do you so do you so speaking of relationships and I know like Father's Day is a couple couple months out. Uh, what do you do, do trips with fathers, sons? Like, I mean, yeah, talk so, about like how relationship happens on these trips. Sure. Like typically it's it's so far it's just been um, guys in their 30s or 40s. Uh, and these are guys that are, you know, a lot of them have been very successful in their career. Um, you know, they're, they have young families. They're, most of them are, you know, married for sure and that kind of stuff. So it's kind of a specific demographic. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it's like, uh, um, what was I saying there with, what was your question? Sorry, Seth. I was curious about guys, like, oh, the, oh yeah, the guy, father, son. Yeah. Father son. Yeah. Yeah. So it's mainly been, um, you know, older, oldish 30, 40s guys. I've, they've, I've had requests to do some trips with, sons which yep. has been really cool i have daughters so you know i do my own thing with them and we have fun but it's this i grew up with a dad who got me outside and mm. that's you know I, I owe him everything to how i've lived my life because he mm. just I, I grew up in montana i grew up on mm. wild meat you know like we didn't go to no grocery store to get nothing we like wow. lived out in the country and we had farm animals and you know we would wow. go and shoot animals and that would be our meat we'd catch fish and that would be our meat Mm. Um, and so this idea, and I've always grown up with other sons and other dads that together on little hunting trips and stuff. And it was always so amazing. Mm. Um, and so I think that's something that I'm, that's something I'm doing this year. I'm going to try and do a turkey hunt coming up probably this month, mm. um, where I'm getting some dads and sons together, which would be a really rich experience. I haven't brought in the kids yet, but I mean, that's going to be so much fun. You know, we'll mm. set up like a little archery range. We'll talk about just, and it's just, it's camping, you know? If we see some turkeys, great. If we're out there and, you know, it's, that's not really the goal. The goal is uh, many other things. We'll create lots of fun experiences. We'll do some survival mm -hmm. stuff. Like there's a, it's, it's great. Um, and then the other thing I'm doing is for Father's Day, actually, I'm doing like a family camp out. So, cool. you know, we've, we've done this last couple of years and it's been really fun. Uh, we rent like, uh, so group camp outs are like a big group, you know, public campgrounds. You can book out the entire mm -hmm. place yourself. It's actually a pretty good way to go. 
and you can invite like 50, 60 people. Like it's pretty cool. Your own little private gate, your own ranger that comes in and checks on you, like all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so it really is your own little, like we're on a lake up in the mountains. It's so awesome. And we just invite families and we kind of have a more of a family focused curriculum. So, which yeah. is a lot about just kind of setting that vision for the family. Um, you know, yeah, it's just a lot of real, honest, authentic storytelling, which is really the methodology that I use for everything. Mm-hmm. Cause I think just the power of story and the power of your story is ultimately way more impactful and way more important. And so just storytelling methodology, mm-hmm. um, and as well as just trying to like help unpack how to show up better as a parent, get some mm-hmm. ideas, right? Like, yeah. like just brainstorm, like, cause you just yeah. hear each other's just worries the tribe together. Fears. Yeah. 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 Gosh, it's so helpful to get together. And, um, yeah, so I've been doing kind of some of those things and that's been really fun. I'm probably gonna do a daddy daughter one too. Cause my daughter wants to really do like a overnight, horse packing of course yes, horses of course you know and so we're gonna go deep into the wild <laughs> and pack all of our stuff in and just create a fun horse camp for girls and dads you know like wow. i think it'll be really cool. special yeah. very cool yeah man gary thank you so much for just sharing yeah. all this insight it sounds awesome man i love the work that you're doing we love the work that you're doing with out there um don't go anywhere yet because uh gary's actually put together a top three so we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we've got a top three with Gary Christensen. Do not go anywhere. A tribe called Dad. This is the top three. It's the top three. It's the top three. This is the top three. All right. Back here, a tribe called Dad. We've got Gary Christensen here. Uh, man, such a great episode already and just so much to think about, so much to digest. I'm excited. I want to go go out and start a campfire tonight. You've inspired me, Gary. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, you are back here with our top three. We're very excited that you've put together a top three weekly challenges to change a perspective. So this is a top three. I'll, I'll let you sort of start with, you know, the origin yep. of this, and then we'll go in and I'll sort of prompt you. Uh, number one, number two, number three. So go for it. Sure. Yeah, well, this came about, um, I have like a weekly men's group just for local guys that connect here, um, just with the intent of just creating a, a space and a place for these kind of conversations to happen, for challenges to be accepted, to open up, talk authentically as men uh, about our experience as fathers, mm-hmm. as husbands, as career people, like all this stuff. And so um, I basically just invite guys over and we have, uh, you know, sometimes we play ping pong. I have a shop and stuff because we, we moved to a ranch and so we have a bunch of outbuildings and we have a big bonfire pit and all this kind of stuff. And so it's been very magical, very fun. Um, and each week, the kind of only piece of content that we really do, it's not like a, you know, a study or going through a book or something. It's, um, the, we basically just talk about three challenges Mm. um and so this idea is that they're they're not mandatory for the group at all they're just kind of like helpful little hacks or ideas that maybe connect mind to body or get you out of your head get a different perspective break up your habits maybe get rid of a bad habit like they're just kind of very practical ways for us to take some of these ideas that we're talking about that are big picture transformational and put unpack them in your day to day. So how can that actually help me? You know what I mean? Love it. Love it. Let's go with number one. Number one. Okay. So number one for this week, and I'll kind of bounce around with a couple of my favorites that we've done so far. Yep. Um, is it's two minute breath hold. That's the first option. 
And so that can either be learn more about breath holds. Cause as we talked about earlier with like spear fishing and stuff like that, that was a real kind of awakening moment for me. And before I learned how to hold my breath or learn all these things, like I literally go hold my breath for like 30 minutes, 30 seconds, like at my best, you know what I mean? And so to go from 30 seconds to three minutes within like one pool session was absolutely mind bending. And so this idea that we can actually hold our breath for two minutes is actually a pretty easy thing to do. And I think if you can look up like a YouTube tutorial on like free diving breath holds or just a two minute breath hold, there's all these different ways because it's basically just a breathing pattern. And then you do this breathing pattern for a couple of minutes and then you can literally hold your breath for several minutes. Really? So it's just something really fun to play with. Yeah. Experiment okay. with. Um, I've got homework. I've got homework now. I'm writing this. Yeah. I'm, I'm literally writing this down right now, Gary. Uh, <laughs> all right. Number two. Number two. Okay. Number two. I think I would say um, do something that scares you this week. Um, or next week, or you can take one of these a day, one of these a week, just take focus on one of them. Um, I think that's something that, you know, a lot of what we're battling as men in this modern world is a lot of like comfort and control, right? That sort of stuff. We just want to, we just hold on to life with such like tight, closed fists and our posture is stringent and, you know, and I think the magic of life is when our, when our hands are open and our mm. posture is available we're humble. We're like, I think that's really, uh, you know, the point of doing all of this stuff. Yeah. Being showing up in a better way. Yeah. And, um, so I think doing something that scares us getting out of our comfort zone, like becoming even a little bit of buddies with our fear. Like, mm. honestly, the more I've been studying fear the last couple of years, the more I actually love my own fears. Interesting. And they're actually little, I see them as like almost as, uh, as trail markers along a path. Mm. Because when I look at something and I and I get that little feeling in my gut, like, oh, that sounds a little scary or, oh, that's a little that's a little out there. Like that idea or whatever it is, I've kind of learned to like that gut reaction is like, a oh, follow that. Because that always <laughs> leads me to very interesting and adventurous places. I got to imagine, man, after our conversation, I, I can't even imagine anything that you're scared of. What is something that scares you? <laughs> what is something that scares you, Gary? I'm just I'm very curious. Like what, it, yeah, what would be one thing uh, that scares you? Well, I mean, I've done a lot of like, I've had a lot of experiences with sharks and those are still really scary. Mm. I've done like great white diving in South Africa and like, I've you know, I've gotten chased out of the water in Southern California by four seven gill sharks that were just like, cause we had fish on our belts and we were coming in from the, in from the, and they were wow. like circling us, getting us out of their territory. Like I've had a lot of scary <laughs> moments like that. That's probably still, that is my number one fear when I get into the ocean. Cause I'm not an ocean guy. Like I'm yeah. a water guy. I'm in the water all over this planet. Yeah. And, uh, and that's definitely something that's still fearful in my mind. But, I, but the thing is like, you know, I go night diving when I'm scared. Like I go night diving with buddies with flashlights and that's when sharks are out too. And so it's like, so to take <laughs> that fear and to double down on that fear and be like, okay, well let's go at night. Wow. Like then all of a sudden, when you when I walk out of the water after just experiencing a night dive with sharks, right. I mean my beard is growing thicker. I feel like more of a man. <laughs> like right, you're just like you're alive, dude. Yeah, I think that's what it's about. You're alive. I'm still at stage like, one, man. Alive. It's gonna be it's gonna be a little while before I get there with you and and you convince me to <laughs> to cliff dive at night with a flashlight into shark infested go. waters. That's yeah. oh, that's yeah. level ten. Um, <laughs> all right, number three. Number three. Yes. Um, 
I think the there there's a lot going on right now with these little black boxes that we all carry around that are amazing in a lot of ways, but they're also like a major detriment to mm. our own. Like you know, they they yeah, they're kind of terrible. <laughs> these phones. So I think um, setting some boundaries, some healthy boundaries, is um, that's one thing that I talk a lot about with guys because mm. a lot a lot of people just don't understand that if like. If you don't set your own boundaries, then other people will. Yes. And so that's why we find a lot of guys just working their lives away and never seeing their kids, working mm. sun up to sundown. They have no boundaries. They have no respect for themselves. Like they have mm. no love for themselves. So mm. like, let's talk about that, right? Okay. Um, and a lot of that has to do with that dumb little phone and, and being able to tell it what to do rather than it telling you what to do. Mm-hmm. And so I think to reclaim some of that time is actually very intentional. It's hella hard to do i totally admit that like it's one of the hardest things for me to do but it's on one of my weekly checklists of mm. putting down my phone either and i and so this, the challenge the third challenge would be like set up a no phone time mm. maybe just once this week or try it for this whole week like mm. try it every day for this whole week maybe the first hour and last hour is a great way to start and end your day, not looking at your phone. Cause man, when you wake up in the morning and the first thing you do is look at your phone, like you instantly get into that crazy mode yep. and your mind just starts going. And that's like the worst way. Like we, we're understanding like the science now behind all this stuff. And the worst way to start your day is reactionary. Mm. Like the best way to start your day is outside. Get that sunlight in your eyeballs, get your, get the fresh air in your lungs, mm. move your body, right? Mm. Connect with, others with divine whoever like be not plugged into your dumb phone 24 7 stop checking that thing every two minutes so let's clear some (laughs) that's scary that's scary man like that's i could get i could get number two and three together (laughs) do something scary and right right right. there you go (laughs) there you go you know what's so crazy is uh just real quick you know i mean this could be an entire episode on its own talking about you know just ways to be able to detach from some of these habits right but but um, the phones in particular, if, if anybody hasn't done this, I've actually found this to be incredibly helpful. Like the um, setting nowadays, a lot of these phones will have, you know, actual app timers where you can mm-hmm. set up app timers and you can also set up times in which your phone will go into do not disturb mode yeah. or where exactly. it'll black out apps and, and black out, you know, you won't be able to actually access it on your own. So yeah, even something like that. There are tools that even exist mm-hmm. inside of the um, inside of the the enemy as well <laughs> to be, <laughs> to be able to help you with that also. But I I agree. These are these are great, man. These are three great challenges, mm-hmm. uh, practical weekly challenges to help change your perspective. Gary, I can't thank uh, you enough for being here, man. It's been such a pleasure to get a chance to to chat about all this stuff. Um, for anybody who wants sure. to learn more about what Gary is doing and you want to get out on a trip with Gary or just check out all of the adventures, go to his website, outtherewithgary.com. Uh, again, man, such a pleasure having you. I feel like this won't be the last time that we'll see you for sure. Um, I think uh, having you back on the show would be amazing. Maybe even getting together a, a tribe called Dad uh, like excursion at some point. Oh, yeah. That could be a really fun. Now we're talking. Yeah, let's go camping somewhere, man. Be yeah, nice just just no easy, night, fun. just no night swimming with sharks yet. You know, I mean, we got to work oh, up to that. We got to work up to that. <laughs> the the beautiful thing about a lot of this stuff is that a lot of these trips, there's always a mis a mystery, like a mysterious element. So yes. you might sign up for like a hey, we're gonna do a mountain biking trip in Bend, Oregon. 
Right. And that's part of it for sure. But man, there's about 10 or 11 stuff that you have no clue what's that, what's right. happening, like that you're going to experience. And if it'll be mind bending, it'll be beautiful. It'll be enriching. You'll have delicious food. Like some of the surprises are actually, they're not like all just swimming with sharks or something. Right. They're all beautiful things to enhance the experience, to mm. have amazing views, be out in nature, eat good food, have good conversations. Right. Like, it's all, but it's all surprising. You're not just walking into like knowing Here's my nine. Here's my itinerary. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, No, 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 no. We throw that out the window because what I've learned is like we, when you're in like a flow of the Mm. moment, Mm. like that's really a lot of what I'm doing is it's a lot to do with presence. Yep. Being here. Being available. Being intentional. Those are immensely hard things to do. Mm. And once you're in that groove and you're, you're actually flowing through life in a very symbiotic way with one another and with the external circumstances the weather, the campsite you find, like whatever, the meal you prepare, like there's so many little elements. And I think that's what I love most. I feel like I'm just like this architect of, of these transformational, beautiful moments. And Mm. I just put them here and plant them there and plant a seed (laughs) there and drop a question here. And then just experience it together. It's really not this like, you know, boot campy Navy SEAL thing. It's like, no, man, we're, we're going to hang out. We're going to we're going to go deep. We're going to get real. We're going to have so much fun and you're going to be, yeah, you're going to, you're really going to be challenged and changed in a healthy way. I love it. And so, and that's a great way to end this. And that is also a great way to approach your own fatherhood mm-hmm. as well for all of the listeners out there. Um, we can't thank you enough, Gary, for being here. We thank all thank of you, you for listening in, for uh, listening to yeah. each and every episode. Uh, one of the best things that you could do if you enjoyed this is to share this with another dad or somebody that you know would really appreciate this and, and would get something valuable out of this conversation. Uh, Gary, best of luck to you, man. And I can't wait to hear about what, what's next on your plate, man. And, uh, Seth, thanks as always for being here. Everybody have a good one. We'll see you on the next one. Dads are better than moms. That's better than moms. Dads are better than mommy. Sorry.